0: perfectionism doesn't always feel bad. Sometimes it actually feels really, really, really good until it doesn't, right? Because inevitably it leads to burnout. It leads to that tricky place of this isn't healthy for my body, my mind, or my heart. Yes, I get reinforcement from my external world. People are pleased, but what's happening internally? Internally, perfectionism really does a number on you. It really shifts your capacity to trust yourself in any way. You're always second guessing everything. Hi, I'm Colleen Nelson, licensed therapist, trauma expert, and fellow badass woman ready to rise up right alongside you. This podcast, Let the Rest Burn, is for the woman who has ignored, attacked, or even silenced her inner voice because she thought it was broken and needed to be fixed. It's for the woman who is ready to rise up and fully step into her desire, her joy, her full power, and make the impact she was destined to make. For the woman who cannot stand one more second waiting, watching, and witnessing the world crumble and is ready to rebuild and expand into a better future. For a woman who is so done trying to fix the world, she decided to start with healing herself and she let the rest burn. Hello and welcome back to Let the Rest Burn. I am Coco Nelson and I am here to talk to you about the shadow archetype, the perfectionist. Now, The lead up to this episode is quite interesting and extremely ironic given this shadow archetypes name. I am recording this about mid June before I leave for my grace retreat, but the month of June is the month of the perfectionist. So typically in the last six months, I have released the episode on the first week. I have unpacked on my social media what the perfectionist is. I have all of these videos I've pre-recorded, and I've really set myself up to kind of breeze through everything and the podcast and all of the pieces that go into it. Well, the end of May was a little hectic with my son's preschool graduation, lots of different travel, going to Disneyland and Legoland, and to be honest with you, I just didn't have any time. To record this, I would sit down and I tried a couple of times, but for some reason, I just wasn't in the space where I could show up and be authentic the way that I love to be on these podcasts. So I would scrap it or I'd stop and, you know, want to circle back. And I find it fascinating that this is the month I'm going to release Perfectionist Archetype on the last week of the month. I've actually done a couple of guest episodes these last few weeks. And I'm not sure any of you noticed, but if you did, it is. Very ironic, it comes in the month of the perfectionist because it does challenge that shadow, right? Showing up, being perfect, or, or following through in what you said you were going to do, I think all feeds into this shadow. So let's talk a little bit about the difference between the shadow archetype of the perfectionist and just wanting to do things right, right? So there's a difference between having discipline, wanting to do things right, integrity, and and really honoring what you say and what you do. That provides nuance, flexibility, humanness, understanding, compassion. And it usually comes from a deeper set of values where you want connection, you want belonging, you want self-expression. Perfectionism comes from protection, fear, and trauma. Perfectionism is the belief that if you are not perfect or if you don't do it the exact right way, you will be rejected, betrayed, fail or just not really even get the recognition that you deserve. We do learn this in childhood, as with all the shadows, but it gets reinforced as we get older. We live in a society where perfectionism is definitely revered, right? The more perfect you can be, the more put together, the more strategic. I mean, think about social media itself and how easy it is for us to construct a life that looks perfect, Without any of the imperfections of the human experience, and then have all of these thousands of people view it and think our life looks a certain way. Perfectionism is dangerous, but it, it doesn't come from a dangerous place. It, it comes from a protective place. So, if you are a child and you're experiencing hope, excitement, maybe you put your all into something. You, you're vulnerable. You're, you know, you draw this really great picture of a hippo. We'll say and you run over to show your teacher, you run over to show your parent, you're like, I made this hippo, I'm so excited about this hippo, and the parent dismisses you, or the teacher's like, that's not a hippo, that is a zebra, what is wrong with you? Your experience in that moment is rejection. Now, there are ways that adults can handle this in a way that the kid can understand that the picture may not actually be a hippo, or the adult is busy with something, but these little moments create a multitude of experiences as we get older. So one experience, maybe even a couple, is not going to shape a personality, but quite a few or a really big one, like a really big rejection, that is going to shift the way our nervous system associates with the world. So anytime we hope we get vulnerable, we get raw, the way we protect ourselves is we expect rejection. We expect betrayal because it inherently will never be perfect. There is nothing you can do that's going to be perfect on this planet. It doesn't exist, right? Imperfection is part of the human experience. And so you can set yourself up to expect failure, expect to be let down, expect to be dismissed. And oftentimes it is a self-fulfilling prophecy because the way that you're going about whatever it is doesn't make someone feel connected to you. And when somebody's not feeling connected to you, oftentimes you are going to get dismissed or turned away from. Because their alarm bells and their triggers are going off. So perfectionism is that way that we, we try and take on the world and have control over it and feel good in a chaotic and crazy and uncontrollable world. Perfectionism is what I would say is the sister to an eating disorder. It's in uh, like Ed's best friend. Most people that have eating disorders that I've worked with also have uh, the perfectionist archetype, loud and proud. And oftentimes they get really close to perfection. I mean, they are extremely focused and usually highly intelligent. And it becomes almost this consuming experience of how close to perfect can I get? And how much pain can I lessen the more that I get perfect? This shows up in grades, in your body type, in the way that you associate with people. It shows up everywhere. I'm unique in this, you know, I'll get a little vulnerable on this, on this episode uh, and share from my perspective about perfectionism. You know, the healing solve to perfectionism is embracing the messiness of life and teaching your nervous system that with the messy actually comes more connection. So you deepen into that uncomfortable kind of anxiety-based wave that happens when you're not perfect and you lean into the support systems of people who see you honor you and want to connect with you regardless of your performance. My perfectionism comes out definitely in work, but mostly in romantic relationships. With work, I, you know, I I really am passionate about you all seeing me as a human and knowing that I am valuable. I mean, I think y'all if y'all have been listening for a while, it's definitely not a secret. I I've never been perfect. I Sometimes come on this podcast in a sweatshirt. Sometimes I'm in a nice blouse. Sometimes I'm sick, like today. Other times I'm, you know, vibrant and energetic. Sometimes I release it a day late. You know, ho- however I show up, I show up authentically. But perfectionism comes in my desire to be the master or to have mastery. Around certain topics, and in particular, therapeutic ones, mastery of self-care, mastery of self-reliance, mastery of emotional regulation. So it's very difficult for me to be in a romantic relationship or even a friendship and be the one that needs support or help. I want to be the perfect at holding space for everyone. I want to bypass my own boundaries around needing rest or sleep or just the desire to check out maybe. And I want to hold space regardless of all of that. And I'm really good at it. I can compartmentalize my needs real fast and hold space because I do love my job. I love what I do. I love holding space. So perfectionism doesn't always feel bad. Sometimes it actually feels really, really, really good until it doesn't, right? Because inevitably it leads to burnout. It leads to that tricky place of this isn't healthy for my body, my mind, or my heart. Yes, I get reinforcement from my external world. People are pleased, but what's happening internally? Internally, perfectionism really does a number on you. It really shifts your capacity to trust yourself in any way. You're always second guessing. Everything slows down your ability to be present with yourself, be present with others, to heal things from the past because you're constantly focused on the future. Oftentimes, perfectionism can step into the place where we, we overanalyze and overthink and over plan. And this takes you out of the present moment. It takes you out of the emotional experience of whatever it is you're doing or you're looking forward to doing. So I want you all to ask yourself, you know, how how much do I really think about getting it all right? What does it look like for me to over plan whatever I'm doing? What would it mean to just lean in and feel it instead? What comes up for me when I do? Perfectionism is very much located in the mind. So it shuts down your capacity to connect with your body. Our body is very comfortable with the messy. Our body is very comfortable with the valuable because that's how it has always learned. Think about a baby walking or talking or eating, really anything a baby does, it learns by making mistakes. So our body is very well versed with making mistakes. Our mind or our ego desires to control it so that we don't experience the pain of falling down, or we don't experience the pain of rejection. And, you know, this is this is the hardest lesson as humans and, and why the shadows themselves, I think, have been created. Pain is part of the human experience, but it's not the whole experience. It's, it's a portion of it. But with pain comes the capacity for great joy, great happiness, great pleasure, you know, and speaking of pleasure, you know, this steps into our relationship sexually as well, being perfect at performance, making sure your partner orgasms, making sure you orgasm the right way with the right noises and the right position, especially for heteronormative couples, there's this, you know, gold standard of what the sexual experience is supposed to look like, and people get into their own heads and they really struggle with being able to actually connect. I find that a lot of people's inability to orgasm or struggles with any sort of sexual intimacy can often come back to a place of insecurity and a desire to be perfect, to not want to be seen by your partner in that sacred, you know, vulnerable moment as valuable and as human. You know, you want to be seen as a god or a goddess in that moment, but the humanness in you, the messiness, the chaos of it, the realness, is what actually unlocks the pleasure that you desire. So for all of you recovering perfectionists out there, I have a you know a really great book I'm going to recommend, but I cannot remember the name of it right now. My ladies in my retreat group actually read it. And so I will put it in the show notes, but it is so important for you to get well-versed on what type of perfectionism you have and how it shows up for you. Because the more we know about it and the more we can recognize it's just a shadow. It's a layer of armor. It's not who we actually are. The less we identify with it, the more we can return to our state of natural flow and ease and peaceful existence that isn't run by and ruled by our shadow. So take a deep breath with me and just let yourself be messy. Let yourself experience the full complexity of the human world and don't try and control pain because it will sneak up on you every single time. I hope you all are having a wonderful day, night, morning, wherever you might be. Please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram if you have questions about The Perfectionist or you want to dig in deeper. Right now, as I'm sitting here speaking in June, I am enrolling for my next retreat in Mexico, and the group before that will start in September. It's all about power, presence, and purpose. What does it look like to reclaim your power, your voice, your ability to speak your needs? How can you bring that back to a a presence in your body? And what's going to shift you into place of purpose? of true desire, of meaning in your life. And then we go spend seven days in Xtepa, Mexico, all-inclusive, beautiful villa where we just connect, relax, and enjoy. So until then, please have a wonderful rest of your day and I will speak with you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate every single second that you chose to set aside for you and the impact that you're gonna have on the world today. To be inspired, to be seen, and to hold space starts with the very actions we take with ourselves. Look at the show notes for more information, like and subscribe, and share with friends if you feel inspired to. And as always, let the rest burn.